punters. Welcome to the Midweek Podcast. I'm Drew Patrick, joined by Nico Noonan. We are looking at Bendigo, where it currently goes a good quarter soft five crack. There's not a hell of a lot of rain around on the radar, so I would be expecting a similar condition at go time tomorrow. There's nine of the best. Nico, how you doing? Yeah, not too bad, Drewzy. Uh, punters, welcome. Uh, pretty good meeting from Bendigo tomorrow, actually. There's... A few talented gallopers. The first race is a cracking race for the three-year-olds over the 1,000. It looks a hot contest. Um, even the mile race for the fillies looks a couple of Oaks types in there. And then some other progressive horses on the program as well. So I think all round, it should be a meeting we can follow the format of. Perfect. Well, let's get straight into it. Race number one, it's a 1,000-meter race for the three-year-olds. Uh, there have been a few scratchings here. So Meteorite is $2.70 from Order of Fury at $4.20. Uh, monetizing four forty, and you got telekinesis uh, at five dollars. What's the uh, what's the word here? Obviously, we've lots of first starters. Yeah, Mike kind of race this uh, a lot of trials, and then a good debut with the Order of Fury. Um, I thought Meteorite could be thereabouts from Barrier One. Dalvid or Dalvid will be thereabouts. Uh, monetizing showed good speed. I wouldn't be surprised if she led the lone filly in the race. Um, and the rest of them, maybe one of the Dwyer pair, they showed a bit of speed and jump outs can roll forward. But I'd be thinking from seven, monetizing will probably be your most likely speed influence either. She sits, um, she can either lead or she'll probably be OSL. Makes sense to me. Um, yeah, look, the only one I can really be betting into myself is D. Oliver, D. O'Brien, and Barrier 3, and run what's needed class benchmark-wise last start to win. So I think it's obviously the, the starting point, and... If you've got a good, you know, good handle on the trials like, like Mr. Nick Noonan does, well, I think you can find an edge to that maybe to bet around it. But I, uh, I guess I want to hear what what you want to say on this one. Oh, I don't think there's probably an edge in betting around it. Oh, well, I didn't SP that short on debut. It's coming through a hot race, gets a positive jockey change. I think he should probably be favourite. Order of Fury, um, meteorite of the sort of trials I thought was a bit short at two dollars seventy. I think he might get over. Th- bit further than a thousand meters i thought monetizing was definitely the horse to beat here um pretty much on its home track brent stanley jumped out at bendigo went really nicely craig williams goes aboard um i'd probably be monetizing to beat order of fury and looking to take on the favorite uh, a little bit just because it's a bit short meteorite but i generally think there's only sort of three chance three genuine winning chances you could make a case for I don't know how to say its name. The one that Zara is riding for Henry Dwyer, Talakin, Talakinesis, yeah. Um, you could make a chance for it, but I thought monetizing an order of fury are probably a two that you'd want to be uh, within the race with the fave just a bit short for mine. Fair enough. On to race number two, 2,400 metres, a maiden race. This is probably going to be the lowest $50,000 race you see in a while, won't it? Oh, yeah, this is a very low race. So, good on them. Uh, we have two favourites around the 340 mark in the Doolin King and Virtuosus. That's, I've totally butchered that one. Virtuous, I think, is what it's meant to be. Um, Elia Bella is five dollars uh, six fifty best around now, and Mr. Bodecker is also $7. So, it's a very interesting mix here. What's the speed map going to do? Staying on race, there's probably not a whole lot of speed. Mr. Bodecker can probably roll forward from nine, even Badong Quing 
Uh, Gwen Skiff can probably be thereabouts from Barry Six. I wouldn't be surprised if they're more forward on uh, the Taurus or however you say its name, number 12. It's probably a likely starting point in the race. Uh, gets yeah, there, Yeah. Like, he's a, he's a bit of a um, jockey in these sort of regions where he just sort of can take control of races, especially over a staying distance. It's probably um, the main pick from Mr. Bedecker, but I'm not personally betting in the race. I found no interest whatsoever. Yeah, fair enough. I, I don't mind that. Um, I thought Eliabella was the nicest type here. I think I want them to have run the 2,400 metres. I want them to be fit and ready. If I was citing more one, it's Eliabella, but yeah, it's a low race and it's it's hard to be confident at backing anything uh, convincingly to win. Yeah. On to race number three, it's a 1,600 metre, three-year-old maiden. And we've got some pretty good horses going around here, all things considered. So the favourite is Sirius Liaison at $4.40. Uh, there's also a couple others in that range. So you've got uh, Seb Silk, who is also that same price. Jeez, uh, how am I going to pronounce number three? Is it Cardi? Uh, that's that's a yeah. tough one. Kawadi? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it's a real strange one. He, uh, that's six dollars, and then you got Miss Harriet, Strong Pride, and the Mockingbird all around eight, nine dollars. So it's a it's a pretty compact uh, field. What do you think, uh, speed map wise? Sacramento probably a leader. Al Meech, uh, Gaybot from Anna Carey, Kawadi can probably hold Barrier One. Marty Girl doesn't have to be far away from Barrier Three. Even seriously, Azon showed more speed in his jump outs than what he did on debut. So I wouldn't be surprised if Ollie uh, used up Barrier Two. So I think there's a decent enough sort of tempo here. Tricky sort of race. Um, there's a few horses here with a lot of talent. I've got a bit of time for Seb Silk off a really good debut at Cranbourne two runs ago where he flashed home, ran some really slick closing sections. He went to Geelong last start and he got it a bit wrong in the straight. He wanted to lay in. He pulled up with issues after the race with a slow recovery. It looked like he had the race shot to bits about 100 metres out. Um, some more gear changes you? with him here. Pardon? Does that concern you a little bit? It, it, I think it was a forgive on the performance. Um, personally, I was on him that day, so I was a bit disappointed. But I think with the tongue tie going on now and the earmuffs coming off and the crossover nose band off, He's got a lot of talent, this horse, so I think you can probably forgive that performance last start. He is definitely um, the one to beat, in my opinion. Seriously, Azon was a bit unlucky at Soundown. Like, he copped a bit of a bump at the top of the straight. He's only a lightly framed sort of horse by Zoffany. I imagine he'll get out of a further. Um, good SP, and he had some good jump outs as well. Damien Oliver goes aboard here. He's right in the race. I know the movers of back Southern Moon, who... Um, but it was a good close on debut at Warnable. He strikes a pretty hot race, but he looks progressive as well. Like you're taking the overs there if you um, get that product. And the Mockingbird, the filly, comes through what I think will be a pretty hot race at Geelong. I'll Seb Silk to beat seriously Azon. I think it's probably a two horse race, but the Mockingbird I could make a good chance for, and also Southern Moon. And Linda's going to get the front on Sacramento, so. Who knows? Sometimes the jockeys just hand up to when it could just keep running. But I think Seb Silk and Seriously Azon will be the two best horses to come out of the race, and they both get good enough setups to win. 
Okay, okay. I'm I'm going a different way to you. I, I'm quite keen on uh, Miss Harriet here. I think if you go back to its two-year-old form, if it can reproduce that, it's it's right in this. I mean, it's it been been two lengths. Its first ever run down the Flemington Strait uh, by some pretty good types in Cheerleader, Mockery, Yulong Savings. That'd all be two dollars in this race. You then go its uh its last start of last prep. It's run you know, at Sandown in open grade for two-year-old fillies, and it's been beaten one and a bit lengths by some pretty good types there as well. So if it can reproduce that form, I think it's a really good shot here. I would mention that it's two runs that it's had this prep have been in both slowly run races. So if it can get a bit of speed on, I think that it just helps it uh, significantly here. And I think from barrier four, it's actually going to get a really good, you know, position in run. So... Yeah, if, if I'm playing here, it's uh, Miss Harriet each way. On to race number four. We've got a small field here, 1,600 metres, a three-year-old uh, Phillies benchmark 70. Uh, the favourite at this time is Miami Bound, $2.90. We've got uh, Frazzle and Moonlight Maid, who are both around $4. And then Piero Rose and Go uh, Harvey's are both around $7. What's the mapping doing here? PROs probably rolls forward. Frazzle can get there. Maybe Blue Jean Baby or Go Harvey's look to boot up from barriers one or two. Um, key chances Miami Bound and Moonlight Mate. I imagine they're probably both uh, one off. I can't really see a situation where either of them get stuck three wide in this small field, especially uh, Moonlight Mate. Again, I probably thought it was a race of probably two chances realistically in the markets found him. Miami bounds definitely on top. She looks a seriously progressive filly. Um, debut run behind Sebricate and Seb was crowned down the straight was good. Both have been placed in um, some of the races in Melbourne over the past few weeks, especially Sebricate behind Bivouac and also Super Seth. He was probably unlucky not to win behind Super Seth. That was on her debut. Then she came to Bendigo last start, drifted in the betting, but she still just showed a dynamic turn of foot late just to burst through the gap and win. Um, beat Relucent, who came out and run well at Soundown. Stay up to the miles, a tick. Damien Oliver goes back on, big tick. Um, she's definitely the one to beat here. And I think $3 could even be a touch of overs. I think her danger is Moonlight made from uh, our man, Mitchie Friedman's camp. She's returned well. was a strong debut win at Geelong, where she hit the line stylishly in a pretty good form race. Um, by Pursuant Stallone, she'll be a horse that gets over probably further than a mile. She's had a few trials in preparation, so I imagine she'll be fairly forward. But the Mounting Yard Mail, which is at Bendigo tomorrow, will tell us um, how forward she is for this first up run. So I was probably leaning those two's way. I couldn't really... Like Miami Bound, if I was going to back it, I'd have to say Moonlight Lane and happy to risk the rest. That made absolute sense to me. Um, I'm pretty keen Moodlight made here. I think it's a serious horse. You look at the Taj Rossa series run, where it's round fourth, and they've kind of gapped the rest of them there. Like, that was a serious run of a serious horse. Um, I would have liked to have seen the movers bet it before I was getting confident about it. So that's one of those things where I'm, I'm looking for Dicko to give me a lead-in from the yard now for me to be backing it. Um, outside of that... I agree with you as well. So for me at this stage, I'm not betting, but I, if Dicko finds Moonlight made on top from the yard, I'm getting pretty keen to bet up. You know, yeah, that's race. fair enough as well. Yeah. Race number five, 1,000 metres, BM64. We have a lot of runners going around in this one. 
Chicago Cub is $3.60. Uh, have a dash. Um, Eka Express. Magna City. They're all around $6, $7. And then you've got the likes of uh, Chiloro at nine fifty, And yeah, quite a few at longer odds. Yeah, hot speed here. Captain Crackerjack is very one-dimensional. He'll have to lead. Um, Liberty Song gets right forward. He leads races. Red October, Mr. Mogul. Hacker Express has got speed. Even Hums, Unique, Goldie and Calaro all like to be thereabouts. So expecting a very strong speed here. Maybe could set it up for a swooper if they don't get sort of too strung out. But um, a lot of these horses are borderline 1,000-meter horses, like 950-meter horses. So they could be falling in a bit of a hole late, like horses like Liberty Song and Captain Crackerjack, who look your likely leaders. Last with Chicago Cub here. I thought his runs last preparation were that of a pretty decent horse. Like you look back through his last sort of few starts and he's run around in behind Dan Yana where he SP'd eight dollars. He won beating uh he, he won at uh Yarra Valley beating Richich, who's come out and won since over a thousand meters, and then he had a nice run behind Testifier where he beat home Columbus Circle. The form lines are good. Barrier three is a little sticky, but I think anything over sort of around four dollars, which I think we'll get on the day, three sixty now, um, can probably offset the way the sort of map plays out for him. I think he'll just be charging over the top of him. There there are two that stand out here for me. The first one's Mr. Mogul. It was single figures in a much harder race last start. One, well, it's two previous starts. I reckon the horse probably choked down. They put the tongue tie on. I think it's going to be a decent price on the day, and I've kind of got to respect it. Um, Chilaro's the other horse, I think, um, from the yard that I'll be quite interested in. When it's one, it's one well, and it has a really good fifth behind high ratio at Caulfield. could just be simply too good to them if Dicko finds it on top from the yard. So that's kind of how I'm, I'm looking to play that race, but I... I would agree that it's it's a difficult one. I think Chicago Cub has its chances, and yeah, it would be interesting to see how it plays out. On to race number six, 2,200 metres, a BM64. We have Shepard, who is $3.30, Yulong September, $4.80, Steinbrenner, $7, uh, Mossabolt, $7, and Southern Yankee, $9, longer the rest. Yeah, speed maps real up in the air here. Not a lot of them go forward. Few of them draw wider barriers. Maybe like Steinbrenner, Midas Man can roll forward from the wide gates. Apart from that, um, I could see a real sort of weird situation where the, the horses are running completely out of their pattern here because it doesn't look to be any speed in the race. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense to me. Uh, I'm I'm keeping this very simple. You long September barrier two X Weir horse blinkers finally go on, gets the perfect spot in run. I think it's re- well bred for this. It's going to get the distance. Um, I'm betting up. Oh, betting up. Betting up. Out of the fast race last start. Did you get any of the early price, seven fifty? Uh may have had a little bit on. Yeah, I can see how you found it. Like blinkers on. He's also I've had a lot of time for. His debut when it's sounded, and he looked like a really, really smart horse. So he hasn't sort of gone on with it. He's out of a fast race last start though. His last two races have rated pretty well. And you know, comparable to the favourite, like Shepherd. Shepherd's coming out of an absolute walk at sale, so I think you'll probably have the fitness edge over that horse. Exactly. So what do you like here? You, you with me in my camp, or what are you thinking? Yeah, I got time for you long September. I thought $4.80 was... Well, if you took seven fifty, that was a good price. 
Um, Shepherd's short enough for mine off two sort of icky form races. Um, and like he can definitely win, but I don't want to be backing him. Horse over the odds, like he's a complete number, but he's racing in career best form as Hanaki Warrior. Like, comes <laughs> through some fast run races at Soundown, he's bringing the midweek form. Um, he, he won his main at Bendigo over 2400. The start prior was good behind Tiger Royale. Like, I know it's Bryce Stanaway punters, but this horse will start 50s and it probably shouldn't just it'll start 50 purely because it's a train by Bryce Stanaway. Should be about 10 bucks in this market off his previous run. So if you like playing your exotics, I'd chuck him in. Fair enough. On to race number seven. It is a 1600 meter BM 70 race. Um, Helmaz, $4.40 along with Anubis. They are the clear favorites in the race. We have Tabadance at 650. Then we have quite a few numbers at tens and above, so I won't name them. Yeah, speed map here. Shaq can probably roll forward. Sentimentalist, tour down under in Helmaz. Even Hinch and Power all of the horses to be on speed. Single-handed can probably kick up from barrier three. Um, Anubis, they have previously rolled forward. He got the win doing it, so maybe they imply similar sort of tactics. He could definitely lead from barrier one. So if he wants to hold him out, Michael Walker, and sort of gets that advantage where he does, um, I'd be expecting a bit of an anchor drop. Out in front, which might not suit a few of these horses out the back, but one of them is absolutely flying and sickening. Um, huge win at this in synthetic a few runs ago at Packenham, two starts ago. Went to Soundown last night and had absolutely no chance the track was playing. He actually ran an all right race. The stable was absolutely airborne. Um, I know they think the horse is going well. I wonder if they were able to get a place bet on this time. Huh? I wonder if they were able to get a um, place bet on this time. Uh, oh. The stable tried to get a $100 bet on and got it denied by one of the uh, corporates. Well, potentially, because he's been 17s into 11s. So yeah. maybe they did knock off the price. But he's absolutely flying, sickening. He's riding this race. The other horse is Tavi Dance. Um, he's got a third last preparation behind Vow and Declare and Junipal. That form would definitely be easy enough to win this race. He looks a seriously progressive animal. Um, his jump outs and trials have been... He's had a few of them, so I imagine he's pretty fit coming into this first up. Uh, they've been definitely past marks if you're looking to back him. The little knock was the jockey and the barrier, barrier two. Mick D's just not a jockey I can catch at the moment, but he is riding um, in probably better form than I give him credit for. He's riding some winners, so if he can plot a path from barrier two, this horse is riding the race as well. So... Um, yeah, I thought they were probably the two. I thought Halmaz was probably short enough at $4, and so was Anubis coming off a complete PR last start. I was probably happy enough to play Sickening and Tabby Dance. Perfect. Yeah, I'm I'm obviously my mate Anubis's camp, but at the price, I was, I was taking $16, $20, you know, when it was scratched last week or the week before. I'm not taking $4.40 here, so I'm staying out of the race. On to race number eight. It's a 1,500-meter BM78, so it'll be... Their way through the day by this stage, we have Ocean X as the $3.80 favourite from Tides at $4.20. Rat with Gold Teeth for $5.50. And Tysonic is $7.50. Yeah, map here. Esposito Gold's probably a leader. Rat with Gold Tooth might be thereabouts from 10. Seductive Miss. Um, yeah, apart from that, there's probably not a whole lot of speed. Maybe Hay now kicks up from Barrier. 
number two, when we were doing a little intro, Drewsy, you said this was a race you're keen to bet up in. Are you with the fave? I am with the fave now, conditionally. So I'm not wanting to bet right now. I think I, I can't see them backing it under threes, right? So I'm happy to take threes for this horse if Dicko gives me the tick from the yard because I know it wasn't ready first up. It wasn't there to win, and it's run a huge race. So if he gives me that tick from the yard, I'm taking anything threes and above. Yeah, it was a big run first up in a fast race sound down where she attacked the line on a day that was really hard to do that. She ran home in the closing, uh, fastest closing splits of the race. Like last, for the entire race, she ran the fastest closing splits for every section. First up off what was, uh, like her trial was good, but I thought she would have had improvement from her trial to her race. So I think second up out of the fast race, the, the camp obviously has a big opinion of her. They ran her in a group race at the end of the last preparation. Um, a slight knock 1,500. She might be looking for a little bit further. And if horses can run on on the day with the rail out nine metres, which you typically can at Bendigo, but we'll find out by this time of the day. I thought $3.70, it was more than reasonable. She probably looks the best bet on the program. Tides mm. gets Mark Zara back on. Um, I just don't think her form lines are as strong. She's progressive, but I think Ocean X is a better racehorse. The one over the odds is probably number one. Hey, now gets back to uh, the tracks he's trained on. Bendigo is like a lot of country tracks. A lot of horses trained there tend to run very well. Complete forgive last start. She got on heel. She was very unlucky in the straight um, in a lot stronger race than this. And then the prior run was good. Wouldn't be shocked if she improved significantly here back to her home track at $14. But if you can run on, tick from the yard, Ocean X, she looks a pretty good bet at $3.80. Agree completely there. On to the last of the day, race nine. It is a 1,300-meter BM70 race to finish this off. And it's a wide-open market. You've got Hurricane Fighter, who's $4. You've got Mean Mister and Cuban Tonight for $85 around. You got the card players at eights and uh, bold missile tens longer the rest. Mean Mister probably a leader. Owlsman kick up, Sir Callahad, Snipes, Mount Abora, and even bold missile can be uh, near enough to the speed. I doubt Hurricane Fighter is probably too far away from barrier number eight. I thought it was going to be pretty hard to beat here first up, Hurricane Fighter. I thought $4 was definitely a respectable price, and I think he's probably one of the better bets on the day as well. I know he's got. Probably doesn't have like the A-class go-to jockey for the camp. Uh, Mike Moroni trained. They put on James Winks. But James Winks has ridden this horse every start. So I think it's just more of a case of the knows the horse. Um, you look back through his form lines last preparation. Last time it was at Bendigo. He ran second at Prince of Caviar. We haven't seen that horse since. But that horse had a form around extra brute, um, which was pretty solid form for that time of year. Then he went on to run second to Asgard Massif. He's come out and won in Melbourne since. He won his maiden beating Skyway Star. Like the went four on races. solid. Yeah, one of yours, Asgard Massif, he is. Um, and he like beat Peach Brother as well. He's, yeah, he's got some figures to back it up. His win at Ballarat last start was dominant. He's returned well. I thought $4, he was definitely the one to beat, and I was happy backing him. Given I got a few knocks on the, uh, some of the other horses in the market, like Cuban Tonight. Um, I don't know if he's sort of used up what he has. Like, he's... Run three really good races this time in. He's got the sort of lead up at the track and trip, but Al German from Barrier 12, some real decisions need to be made from there. Mean Mist is going to be hard to get past in the straight, but he's well enough found at $5. I thought the horse way over the odds. Um, 
for the trial report punters, they'll know why it was Snipes. He's a horse whose last start at Bendigo, he ran second to Elite Drake, and it was pretty much a Saturday race. His Bendigo record's very good. That's pretty much his home track for the Brent Stanley team. From what I've seen from him in his recent sort of work, um, he, he looks like the horse is going probably better than ever. $26. Um, definitely won't be a loser for me in the race, but pretty happy to back Hurricane Fighter. I think he's probably the best bet on the day. Ooh, well, you've stealing my thunder here because I, I was holding this one off from you. And uh, Hurricane Fighter is also my best bet on the card as well. For everything oh. you have said there, the form lines are super. This is a stable that I really like to back anywhere at $5 and below. I think they get it right more often than not, and I think they've got it right here. The only main danger I have is, Mister, uh, is Mean Mister, and I think we can easily get past that horse. Look, Ridgewood Drive, I'll take on at this distance. I'll take on Cuban tonight. Very happy to take on everything else. I think the car play is a sneaky chance, but I'll definitely be savouring snipes from what you've said now. But yeah, Hurricane Fighter, best of the day. So, like I said with the horse early in the day, like if you like your exotics, snipes can definitely run in your first four or trifecta or the like. Exactly. So my best of the day is race number nine, Hurricane Fighter. My next best is race six, Yulong September. I'm not giving any value. Those are the two I want to back, and I'm pretty happy with that for the day. I will obviously be trying to bet into Ocean X from Yard, but outside of that, they're my three main plays. Yeah, 100%. Like, Ocean X, um, if you get the ticket approval from the Yard, I think she's probably... I'll go with her as the best bet, just to change it up a bit. Hurricane Fight is definitely going to be a bet for me in the last with Snipe, so I think it's the best value on the day, so... Um, Ocean X race eight, horse number three, Hurricane Fire, the next best race nine, horse number 11, Snipes, the best value, race nine, horse number 12. I think it's a day where if Dicko finds a few of these favourites and gives us a big tick from the yard and is happy to have a couple of units on them. Um, like, although they're in some deep races, there's some aggressive horses on this program that could just be better than the rest of the field they're against. And if we can get a tick from the yard and the way that track's playing, which uh, Dicko will survey on the day. Um, I think you can be pretty confident betting at Bendigo. It's generally one of the best playing tracks we have in Victoria. And as I said, some progressive horses who might just be better. So yard pending, um, it could be a big day, I reckon. Oof, looking forward to it. You going to be on track or are you you in the home bunker tomorrow? No, I'm not going to be on track tomorrow. But I'm working some corporate gig shooting. Oh. Camera. So I don't know if I'm going to be able to bet that much. I might have to bet early in the morning. So. Um, see how we go there, see how much work I have to actually do, but <laughs> wait and see there, us. It's a rough life sometimes. Well, enjoy. I hope you go well and look forward to, yeah, talking to you next week. And Ponters, go well. Dicko will be on track for us. Movers is flying. Mounting Art Mail is flying. Get on board. <laughs>